Antonio, so nice to see you here. I'm so glad um, that you're able to make, uh, spend some time with me today to talk about um, you know you and your country and your experience. Um, you know, you told me about it, and I never knew about the situation in Venezuela until I met you. So I thought it was a, a great story, and hopefully it'll inspire others. And so this is why I have you on my podcast today, because I wanted you to tell your story. So please, please, please start. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for inviting me, first of all. I'm super happy to see you again and to share, uh, to share part of my story with you and with anyone that uh, is willing to listen. Because I think this is a, uh, a beautiful thing that we do for each other, is to listen and learn from each other's experiences. Yes. And it always... Uh, you know, it, there's always something positive that can come out of it. Right, that's right. So yes, uh, I my name is Antonio. Um, I come from Venezuela. I've been here in Canada for over seven years now. Oh. Um, and yes, yeah, so I'll tell you a little bit of how, how I ended up here yes. in, in Canada. <laughs> so I, I grew up in Venezuela. I grew up in the mainland uh, in a very small city. Uh, it's actually similar to Alberta in many ways, uh, in the sense that there's a lot of farms. There's, it's known for the cattle and all this okay. stuff. So that's where I grew up. I, when I went to university, I decided to study engineering. And following some family role models and all this stuff, I ended up in a military university. Wow. Um, I studied electronic engineering there. Okay. And I guess the, the first part of my story or the one that I want to share with you today is starts right around that time when okay. I was starting the university because mm -hmm. around around that time I turned 18 mm -hmm. and you know that's the, the age when you become an adult legally yeah. and, and it opens up a world of possibilities and mm -hmm. for me uh, the important thing or the meaningful thing about turning 18 was that it was the first time I was going to be allowed to vote oh yes you know um, democracy, it's a big thing in my country. We have constant elections all the time. Mm -hmm. And I grew up seeing, I, actually, I, we lived behind a school that acted as a voting center okay. during uh, elections. So I grew up uh, watching my parents and all my neighbors, you know, getting excited mm -hmm. and going to vote and, and you know, ex exercise your duty as a citizen. Right. So for me, it was a big thing. That was the most important thing that I wanted to do mm -hmm. uh, as an adult. And the first opportunity I, I had to do it, um, it was during something called a referendum. So okay. what year was, was this about? This was about 2003, I okay. believe. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so the idea is that, well, the president at the time had been through halfway of the period and the people can activate this mechanism so they can vote and mm -hmm. decide if they want him to continue or do another election okay. for a new president. So I was really excited to do it. And obviously I went through it. I did, I voted, I felt great. And a couple months later, there started, uh, there was this thing with a, when we're a lawmaker, okay. I don't know how, or I don't know the details of how this happened, but he, this person got a, a a hold of all the people that had voted and they did something unprecedented which was basically release all the information of who had voted and what the vote was so they basically broke the secrecy of the vote for for everybody who participated what was the purpose of doing that it was 
to punish the people that voted uh, against the government. Uh, that was the main the main reason. However, at that point, I was still just a student yeah. in the university. I had no idea of how would this would affect me in the future. Mm -hmm. um, so I had I heard about this on the news and, yeah. and I knew about it, but I had I didn't under, quite understood yeah. what was going on until a couple of years later when I graduated yeah. and then I started uh, looking for jobs and back home all the the, uh, the biggest or the dream job for everybody back home as, or in engineers at yeah. that time was the oil industry right and the biggest company in the country was the public uh, oil in oil oil company okay. and so that's where I, I tried to get a job first because yeah. that was like a big thing yeah. and when I went there, I was rejected immediately. Oh wow! Uh, because because of this that this voting that had happened years years in the past, um, but it was still there. Mm -hmm. They had it was actually it feels surreal just to think about how yeah. it happened. But they had this database on the computer, and they entered my my ID number, and during the this was during the interview and enter my that my id number and the lady uh, she turned the screen <gasps> and she showed me and in the screen there was a little window that said this flat. person oh. voted against the government oh. or against the revolution something like that and uh, so it shouldn't be hired so oh she said God. sorry i cannot you you not uh, fit to work here Oh my um, so that was the first big consequence of, of your voting or my voting yeah. of expressing my opinion yeah in um, so okay I wasn't hired there okay um, I didn't try any of the other public companies because I heard the same story from other oh, people yeah. mm -hmm. so I was discouraged from that mm -hmm. uh, luckily I, I ended up having or getting a job at the same university where I where I studied okay and this was very lucky because um, I guess they didn't check there because it yeah. was I was already there. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, the good thing, well, I, I got the job at the university and started working there as mm -hmm. a staff member. I actually had a really good deal with the university. They, they basically uh, offered me uh, to, to the opportunity to become a professor. Oh. And in exchange, so in exchange, they would pay for my education, all the upgrading that I needed to do. Oh, nice. And uh, if I needed to, if I wanted to do a master's or a PhD, wow. everything, uh, the exchange was, uh, they would, if they needed to move me anywhere on the country, because this university was spread out all over the country. Okay. That's good. Um, they would, they told mm -hmm. me, well, if we need you in another city, you have to go. And this mm -hmm. is part of the deal. So I took it. Yeah. I, it was a very good experience to work in different places, you know, meet different people and learn a lot, a lot more of how the university worked mm -hmm. and, and I'll continue my education as well. Mm -hmm. So this went on very well for, for a couple of years and I loved it. I, I, I love teaching because I guess it's in my veins. Yeah. Um, a lot of my family are teachers. My okay. mom was a teacher. A uh, couple of my uncles are teachers, oh, nice. and, and so I think it, it was a pretty good fit, yeah. even even though I had not considered it before. Oh, okay. um, 
but it went really well and also because it allowed me to continue my education yeah. I, I I'm a big nerd so I always <laughs> love I, I always love to learn new stuff mm -hmm. and, and especially a career with like engineering yeah you have to keep on top of it okay. uh, learning new stuff right so mm -hmm. I, I got a lot of it and then after a couple of years uh, during that time I guess we're talking 2008, okay. um, 2009. Uh, the economy was crashing. I guess the economy had always been on, yeah. on somewhat, somewhat of a downward yeah. trajectory, but those years it started like right. off a cliff. Mm -hmm. um, just to tell you uh, an approximation at that time, working as a full-time professor at the university, I was getting paid roughly $50 an hour. Uh, no, not an hour, <laughs> a month. A month. Yes, and that would that was the, my money for a month was oh like fifty dollars, so I had no idea, no, like, not even in the wildest yeah. dream I could think of buying a house for myself right. or a car. It was too expensive. Uh, I was able to get around because my mom, uh, luckily, she had a car, okay. and since she was retired, she yeah. didn't use it so much. She gave it to me, and that's pretty much how I got Thank around goodness, yeah. because I had no, 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 yeah. no, no opportunity to buy one or to make it with my job. Yeah. Um, so, but that was still okay. You know, uh, bad economy, you learn how to deal with it. And, yeah. and because some of the other things is that, you know, food was very cheap, so I could, yeah. I could buy food and survive. Oh, okay. So I was going to ask that question. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So that was, I guess, the good part that even with a very small salary, you could still buy food. Yeah. You know, not much like yeah. other like clothing yeah. or uh, yeah. luxuries or stuff, yeah. but at least yeah. food was covered. And at, at the time, that was enough for me because, uh, you know, you always hope for the best. Things yeah. are going to get better. This is just a bad uh, a period uh, in time. A bad period. Yeah. Things will get better yeah. eventually. But they didn't. Um, years went by and, and things got worse. And not only in the economy, the, the violence on the street uh, was getting out of hand as well because of the same situation, right? People can't make money, so they resort to other, yeah. to other tactics or, yeah. or I don't know how to call it. Yeah. So I think around July 2010, okay. I... There was a stretch of three weeks, a month, where I had two of my students have very bad incidents. One of, him, one of them was shot in the foot. Um, mm -hmm. And the, the most surreal part of it, or unbelievable, is that he was shot in the foot because he didn't have money. Oh, my uh, God. So it was some sort of punishment uh, to, you know, uh, you should learn how to make money or something. And, and oh. they shot him in the foot. And another one of my students got stabbed in the back, Jeez. defending his family. Some people came in his house. Um, one of my co-workers, uh, another professor, was shot in the back. Also, they were trying to get into his house. Oh, my God. And this was uh, less than a month. And in that month, I also was a victim of, of, of a situation like this, where okay. a couple of kids, which were probably 15 or 16, uh, armed with guns. What? Uh, yep. They tried to take uh, my car and... Just on the street? Like just on the street, yeah. We were sitting down uh, outside in a garden, uh, just sitting down, a couple of friends. We were having a conversation. 
and these kids came out of nowhere with guns and they started beating us up uh, and yeah so that was I, I call that day or that night my second, the, the second time that I was born. No kidding. Uh, because it was like out of the movies, you know, mm -hmm. being, being subjected to this kind of violence yeah. for no reason. Yeah. Uh, very, very bad experience. And, you know, taken, being taken hostage because I was with some friends, but uh, the car was mine. And yeah. You know the 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 keys were gone, so the guys thought oh. uh, the guys thought that I was hiding them. Yeah. So they took me apart, oh and, and they start to pressure me to give the keys back. I had no idea where the keys oh went God. because actually, when they took the stuff from our yeah. pockets, I the keys were in my pocket oh. and they fell on the grass. Oh my God! Because we were in the garden, and so I had no idea of this. Oh. And at the same time, yeah, I, the guy was like, "Turn the car on, or I will kill you, or I shoot you." Oh so, uh, tremendous pressure there. I, the, I remember that the only thing I could say that in that moment is, I want to leave. Please, I want to leave. That was the only words that came out of my mouth all the time. It's, I want to leave. I want to leave. Please, I'll do everything. I want to leave. Yeah. Um, eventually, some stuff happened. They got distracted with some other people that came around, and, and I had a, the opportunity. Well, we all, the, my friends and I, had the opportunity to just oh, run. the angels were there for you. My yeah. goodness. Yes, yeah, <gasps> so we could escape, run into the bush, hide there for a couple of hours or minutes. Yeah. I don't even know how long. Oh, my God. And then come out again, call the police, and do all the all the protocol yeah um, but that definitely was uh, a sort of a wake-up call you yeah. know uh, that I have close to death it's, it's like okay I need to do something now like oh yes man. well uh, water has never tasted so good after you know before no that day it tastes different <sighs> yes uh, it definitely changed I it changed my outlook on life on things or you know taking things for granted mm -hmm. or, or maybe getting annoyed or angry yeah. for things that are shouldn't. That's a good lesson um, though. Yes. But that, I, I mean, not getting like almost near death, but yeah, but the, your, your mind changes. Yes. I guess good. taking it that way or yeah. taking that out of it, you yeah. know, being more grateful with life, with yeah. others. Um, and you know, not holding back on feelings, yeah. you know, say, I love you to good the people you. you love because yeah. you never know if yeah. you're going to see them again. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, so that was a very bad experience mm -hmm. um, that made me rethink my whole life, yeah. what I was doing, and uh, right around that, so I decided, well, first thing to do is I'm going to go back home. I'm going to go back to the city where I grew up, be okay. close to my mom and my dad. Wow. Uh, and just yeah. try to figure it out from there. Yeah. Then, while I was back home in the in in the city so what I did was I took advantage of that deal I made with my work where they, they could switch me out from city okay. so I actually requested to, yeah. to be changed to oh, that to the yeah. city where I grew up so I went there um, a couple months into it there were we were approaching another election uh, at the end of the year and then I went one day just to visit one of my aunts not really my aunt, but you know, like yeah, uh, it's a same like in my culture. Every uh, yeah, like a second mother. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Like a mother. Yeah. Uh, so I I went to visit her, and 
I, I take my mom's car, I go in, go there, I parked on the street and I had the day before written in the back of the, in the back uh, windshield, mm -hmm. I had written something that that was going around social media and stuff oh. that, you know, like a, some sort of campaign to unite people. Yeah. It said, soy venezolano. Okay. I am Venezuelan. That's it. Yeah. That's what it said. So I put that on the back of the car. Yeah. I, I thought it was a yeah. nice thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it was a message. It's like a neutral almost uh, uh, saying. So yes, yeah. exactly. So I go to my, to my aunt's uh, house. We park outside and... Before we go into her house, we're just standing outside on the street and we see that there's some people, oh. like there's some, uh, a group of people near the corner. Oh no. And we thought at first, uh, oh, is there like a party yeah. or something going on there? Uh, it turned out it wasn't. It was some people that were angered by, by this message. Oh. And so they started coming our way and they started throwing rocks at us and stuff. Oh, so we actually, we ran inside the house as quick as we could, uh, couldn't take the car in. And so they trashed the car, like all the, all the glasses, all the yeah. windshields, the doors, everything, lights. This is headlights. the car that your mother gave you? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, uh, destroyed completely. Luckily we could uh, send it to the insurance later. Okay. Uh, but, but you know, the feeling I'm sorry if I get emotional no, about this. Okay. It's okay, it's okay. <sighs> I think I know where you're coming from. I think I know what you're going to say. So, right after all that happened, we moved the car into the garage, and I just get out of the car, and I just looked at it, wondering yeah. why, how. Yeah. How could you hate somebody for thinking differently or having different opinion, political opinion, mm -hmm. whatever opinion yeah. it is, religious opinion, gender, or yeah, anything? Yeah. How could you have so much hatred that you yeah. want to physically harm them, yeah. to uh, chase them, yeah. or scare them? And I could not understand. I was just standing there in disbelief, you know, and my, my, my friend, yeah. my aunt's uh, son, he, he said to me, Antonio, you gave me, you have, you are giving me a lesson today on, on, on self-control or, or, or because I would be so enraged, yeah. so angry. And I could just not believe it. I, I was just shocked because I cannot imagine myself, yeah. um, having that kind of feelings toward anyone, uh, no matter what they do to me. Yeah. And yeah, so that was, I guess, another big lesson, right? That's when I decided it's been enough. Um, I have to get out. I, I need to leave. It's, this is not a place to have a future. No. I, I don't see a future here. Um, and same thing happened in, I guess, uh, around the same time that that happened, I had another encounter with, with a, a friend that we were having a conversation and we were very good friends, actually not the best of friends, yeah. just, you know, mm -hmm. uh, friendly yeah. with each other. And until we had the, poli the political conversation, when our conversation turned political, 
he became so angry at me or uh, against me that I remember clearly what he said because it will never yeah. leave my mind. He said, if the president tells us to go and kill the opposition, I will go to your house first. I will kill you first. Even though you are friends. Yes, yes. Like we hang out, view. we hang out, have dinner together, sang songs, play oh. the guitar together. And then suddenly, because I have a different political opinion, yeah. uh, that's it. We are not friends anymore. And if the situation comes, I'm yeah. going to go kill you. So uh, that's, oh. that's a lot, a lot to take in, a lot to, yeah. to live with. Yeah, that fear, absolutely. You know? Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. So I'm so sorry you had to experience this. <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, that was enough for me. I decided to, to get out. This situation is too extreme. Mm -hmm. I, I, I need to find another place to, Better to, life. to have a life, yeah. Yeah, to have a future where I can be myself, express yeah. my opinions with, without fear yeah. to, to, to be hurt or prosecuted yeah. or anything. So how did that happen? How, where, how did you, it sounds like, cause you're here now. How did you, how did you t get your journey to, to Canada? How did that happen? Uh, so Canada was basically the first option in my mind, mm -hmm. uh, because I had family here. Oh, okay, uh, my, cool. my big sister, she moved out in uh, 99. Mm -hmm. So at the time she'd been here for over 10 years now, oh, okay. she had family, mm -hmm. her daughters and stuff. So uh, it was the first option. Oh, it was very expensive, and with the money that I was making, yeah. <laughs> it was not very. Yeah, I had no chance of, of saving enough yeah. money. It would have taken many years. Yeah. So right around that time, I had I changed jobs. Uh, yeah. I had the opportunity to become a manager at a bed and breakfast. Wow, uh, kind of thing. that's totally different. Completely from... <laughs> different. <laughs> Completely change of career yeah. pace and everything. Uh, but it was a very good one. Yeah. First of all, I was making $500 a month now. Wow. So 10 times yeah. more than teaching. Uh, <laughs> and then that allowed me to save a little bit more For money. For sure. Oh, wow. And, at, and also, it was not in the mainland. So it was in one of the islands okay. in the Caribbean. Oh, nice. And so the environment was a lot different. Yeah. There was less violence yeah. less insecurity it was calmer more relaxing a little bit yes by yeah. the beach yeah uh, so a lot a lot healing i guess it yeah. was a, a healing time for me oh, good for you um then well a lot of work saving yeah. a lot of money and preparing to to move out yeah um moving out was a difficult a difficult thing it was because at the time the very uh, few flights were uh, available to leave the country and mm -hmm. the destinations were very limited okay. so we had to plan like a very long route I had to take a, I don't remember exactly but I think it was four flights oh one gosh. flight inside Venezuela then another one to Colombia from Colombia to Panama then to Panama to Toronto I oh think. my gosh <laughs> and then Toronto to Calgary yeah that's where we landed wow. wow yeah so it was a very long very long trip yeah uh, and not easy at all also I I wanted to come here mm -hmm. as an engineer, you know, I had my degree, yeah. I had all my, my studies, okay. but also uh, that was another thing that yeah. were my political opinions and yeah. my, my wanting to leave the country yeah. in that time was yeah. not a good, it was not seen in good eyes by the right. government, so they would do anything to try to to make it hard. Yeah, for sure. So I was not able to get any of my paperwork done that oh. time. So I decided, well, 
I, I just want to leave. I need to leave. Yeah. There's no, I, if I don't leave now, I will get never stuck. Get out, I yeah. will never leave. But you, you have to, you needed a passport to come, right? Yes. How did that process I, work? I did have a pa my okay, passport. I did have it. Yeah. And uh, actually, that was actually no problem oh, getting good. it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. In that sense, it, at yeah. that time, it was mm -hmm. it was good. Uh, so I had the problem with my with my engineering degree and stuff. Yeah. But the ID and everything was all was good because okay. if that's <laughs> I, that could say very good in my countries the ID uh, control like yeah. you go get your new passport and stuff. It was very very. Oh, efficient. that's good. Good. Yes. So I we got out. I decided, well, I have to start a new career then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was, I actually came as a student. I got a student visa. Okay. And I studied aircraft maintenance. Uh, in Toronto? Uh, no, in, in Calgary. At oh, State. Calgary. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Because um, I had also uh, this love for air, yeah. air, aircraft and mm -hmm. uh, flying aircraft. My, yeah. my uncle was a big, big role model in my oh, life. He was okay. a fighter pilot. He was from the Air Force. Okay. and. I my my room was decorated with oh, his nice. pictures of oh, all the planes wow. he flew. So yeah. I, I always was close to the to to that oh, industry somehow. Yeah. That's nice. And yeah, so that's why I studied that. And and once once uh, that was done, I got a job uh, at a company that does um, air works with air tankers and firefighting, which must be very active these days with all the fires that are going yeah. on so i worked with them for a couple of years mm -hmm. and eventually i was able to get my permanent residency oh nice and once i got my permanent residency and i was able to work change my field because mm -hmm. during during my my work permit mm -hmm. or my study visa yeah. i could only work in in the the yeah. job that i was here to study right okay so when i could branch out and select other other career options or paths mm -hmm. i i decided i wanted to go back mm -hmm. to to my love my engineering yeah um and i started looking for jobs in the area mm -hmm. um, in calgary yes and not many things came up mm -hmm. uh here and there some things but eventually i ended up seeing a, a post for for the University of Alberta, and, okay. and they were looking for somebody to work at the digital systems lab. And I was like, oh my God. I remember I was so excited when yeah. I saw it. You know, I was like, yes, this is perfect yeah. for me. It's a, it ticks all the boxes. Oh, nice. This is my dream job, because it was basically the same thing that I was doing uh, back home okay. when I worked as the professor. Mm -hmm. uh, just now, just focus on the labs, yeah. on the practical aspect. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, that I was so excited, I thought, I'm probably not going to get this. It's oh. not, this probably uh, too difficult for me, or maybe okay. I don't have the, 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 the credentials. The, the credentials. Yeah, okay. But I decided to apply anyways yeah, because I was very excited about yeah. it. There's and no harm in trying, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Nothing, there, nothing bad can yeah. come out, right? Yeah. Uh, so, and so the, I did the first interview, everything went well. Then they said like, well, we the position that we want to get you in is not really this one it might be a different one but we don't have the budget yet so oh. so i thought oh they're letting me go easy yeah. you know they're trying to yeah, yeah. Uh, but no a couple of weeks later they did reach out again uh, and i ended up getting the job and the original sorry you you got the interview for a different job for a different one 
and and you thought that was it. Yes. So then you got another call a couple of weeks later, thinking they weren't going to call me, and then they called you. Yes, with a better offer. Oh, yes. that's lovely. Um, so it it worked out very well in my favor, mm -hmm. and I can tell you, like I never been happier since since I moved since to Canada just getting this job oh, means the world to me oh. and I'm so happy doing it yeah. coming to work every day you yeah. know uh, being able to put my skills to work yes um, not that the other jobs didn't allow mm -hmm. me to but these ones I it's I guess there's this saying that when you do something you love it doesn't feel like work exactly it's with your heart is, yeah is, is, this is how I feel yeah. like coming to work interacting yeah. with the students yeah. teaching you know um, wow. imparting knowledge sharing yeah. and, and also learning because yeah. that's also part of the uh, of the job is learning yeah. and being on top of things yeah. so that's also very mm -hmm. uh, fulfilling yeah. as, as a person and you know coming here meeting s so many great yeah. people mm -hmm. from Canada is such an such an incredible place very diverse um, right <laughs> so much diversity yeah. of culture of languages yeah. I remember one of the First things I noticed when living in Calgary was mm -hmm. that you couldn't go in uh, downtown Calgary a couple blocks without listening to like five different, different languages. languages. Yeah. <laughs> you hear all kinds yeah. of people, kinds of yeah. food everywhere. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. And, and also, you know, the, the idea that so many different cultures, they all have to live together and yes. tolerate and get along yeah. with each other. With it, different opinions. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, so a very tolerant environment, yeah. uh, very um, peaceful. You know, that's mm -hmm. another thing. Everybody is peaceful. Mm -hmm. There's not much violence yeah. or any of this yeah. on the streets. So yeah. it was great. I feel yeah. fantastic uh, awesome. of being around, just walking on the yeah. streets, looking at people. Uh, talking to yeah. people and and that so that's been certainly a, a great experience oh. and also learning a lot because culturally it's very different right. um, back home we are very diverse mm -hmm. people the way that I guess the way that we look everybody yes. looks different yes but we all share the same culture yeah which is different from having different cultures in yeah. the same country here you have a lot of different cultures yes. interacting together yeah. sharing knowledge mm -hmm. and exchanging mm -hmm. so being here has shown me a different kind of appreciation yeah. a different kind of sensitivity mm -hmm. for different cultures yeah. for different people and and I love that because that's one of the things I enjoy I yeah. think I like I'm like a humanist person. I love yeah. to talk to people, learn from them, yeah. from their experiences. Yeah. So uh, this has been a, a fantastic, fantastic experience for me, and and I don't want it to end. Yes, <laughs> I was going to ask you uh, one question. When you were traveling at that many stops, um, maybe you can uh, kind of touch on how how were you feeling once you went once you actually left, technically left, like we were on the plane and you left your country, knowing you were kind of like escaping kind of, you know, the situation there. Yeah. What were your feelings, especially when you left and when you maybe landed in Canada? What was it like? What were you feeling? Was there relief or? Uh, it, it was a mixed bag of yeah. feelings, uh, like a big knot on my throat or my stomach. Yeah. Like, because like you said, I, the way it felt is was that I was escaping. Yeah. I, I didn't feel like I was leaving because of my own choice yeah. or because right. I wanted it because I need, need to. to there's yeah. no I didn't see a future yeah. there and 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 so 
leaving my family, yeah, leaving everything that I had built, you know, work yeah. in, in, I don't know, in my mother's house. Yeah. Right? I even tried to start my own business when I was there. Oh. So, and I worked, you know, yeah. building it yeah. with my hands. Yeah. And having to leave that and yeah. say goodbye to it it's, uh, was very emotional time. Wow. Um, and at the same time, a lot of hope, a lot of new yes. hope. Yes regained hope yeah. you know that that things will be better yeah, that yeah. this is going to be better not just for me oh. but for my family because yeah. being here allows me to 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 send yeah. money to my family and help them yes. in ways that i couldn't if i had stayed yeah so it, it it's an improvement in in many aspects yeah. uh, of my life and and, and my family's yeah. as well wow that's lovely well thank you for spending some time with me and telling your story but before you go i have a very important question to ask you Yes. And is what matters to Antonio the most? What matters to you? To me, I would say family. I would say uh, connections yeah. with people. Yeah. Now we gotta get up emotional Aww. again. Um, friendship. That's good. Yeah, I love people. Oh, <laughs> that's lovely. And yeah, that matters to me. Oh my gosh, you just touched me right there. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything Thank you you've for done. inviting me. And I'm, 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 I'm glad that uh, I offered this safe space for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>